Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to episode number 13 of the Fantasy Cast. We are your co-hosts. I'm Lachlan McTagg. He is Ty White. As always, we're not together this week, unfortunately, because uh, my American Thanksgiving break is over. Um, so I am now back in lovely Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, but Ty decided to stay back in Toronto. Ty, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I didn't really have a choice. I mean, I had to continue school, but yeah, doing doing very well down here. Oh my gosh, the snow starting to fall. It's beautiful. I got to go home on the weekend as well and play a bit of football outside in the snow with uh, with some family. So that that was great. But great time of year. Not when the Chargers lose to the Broncos in the divisional game. Um, that's tough. That's very tough, and that that put a damper on on that Sunday. But uh, other than that pretty good how was your return to your new home i guess essentially for the year lock yeah it was it was good there's there's still no snow here though like it's okay it's still like decently warm a lot warmer than it was when i went home so journey was good it was long but you know it had to be done um yeah we're first games not till sunday so we got a bunch of practices in a row here and then we have we basically have like a three-week stretch that's like really busy. We have like one off day in the next like three weeks and then we have Christmas break. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a, a short spurt here for the boys, but you know, we got, I think it's seven games in the next three weeks. So, Oh wow. You know, could, could really, uh, if we put some wins together, we could really be in, in good shape heading into the new year, which is what we want to do. Of course. Why not? Looking forward to that break coming up, but you know, we're getting towards the end of the fantasy football season, unfortunately. And, you know, like it's already playoffs in our league and in my other league, we're getting towards playoffs as well. Yeah. I mean, and that means we're kind of wrapping up um, the the fantasy cast or at least for the bulk of the fantasy football season or while that's actually on. But we're still having fun and we're having yeah, lots, lots of fun. Lots of fun. According to our starts and sits and oh my if you i was so impressed were you impressed i was thoroughly impressed especially especially because last week we gave you 12 12 players instead of our usual 10 yeah six starts six sits so there was so much room for error because we had that debacle the week before where the two players just didn't play like at all so we couldn't really count that as a win or a loss yeah escaped our mind so, but we did incredible this week. We went nine for 12 in starts and sits. That is amazing. And to ca- and on top of that, we went perfect six for six in our starts. We did in our start predictions. And there were some very like debatable ones in there. Yeah. And we yeah, came out clutch. And I'm so <laughs> there happy. were, there were. And we, we, we really clutched up last week, man. Yeah. Holy smokes. Dude, that we, we were, it was like Michael Jordan against the Cavs in like game six. We just clutched that clutch shot, buzzer beater. I mean, we were this, this is amazing how we did this, especially towards the end of the fantasy season. Not too many opportunities to strike so perfectly. Um, and we did an amazing job, especially for starts. Let's get started with the starts here. Locke, you can start with the first one. Why not? Yeah. We told you to start Damian Harris against uh, the Tennessee Titans, and he put up 12 mm-hmm. points. Chalk it up. Check mark. Check mark there. Pat Fryermuth. He's oh my gosh. Ever since that like one time where he was sitting uh on our like our top 
list of the big weeks for tight ends. We were like, who the heck is this guy? This guy, I'm pretty sure he's been every in every single episode. Up yeah, we've talked now. about him. I mean, we we kind of make a point at this at this time, like yeah. you know, at this at this point in the season, we kind of make a habit of uh talking about this guy because he's just such a beauty. Yeah, exactly. He's such a beauty. That name, rookie at Penn State. Uh, versus Cincinnati, we told him to start him. He had 14 points, and that was a big loss for the Steelers, actually. They got, they got walloped that game. It wasn't close, um, but it was certainly a start for Pat Frymouth, and we're going to take that, 14 points. Check mark, two check marks long. Yeah, we told you to start Darnell Mooney versus the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving uh, football. Yep, on American Thanksgiving. Uh, he put up 17 and a half. Man, well, the Lions keep finding ways to lose, dude. Oh my gosh! But they back, do have a better record this month than the Rams. That's true. But back to back timeouts. I was watching the end of that game, and the the, yeah. the, the commentators are like, "I think they just called back to back timeouts. That should be a five yard penalty." It's like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, it. And and when the ref went over to uh, what's his name, Dan Campbell. Is Dan that, Campbell. Yeah, I was gonna say he went over to Dan Campbell and's like, he like you can basically see him like say to him, "You bat, you called back to back timeout." To Dan Campbell, this is yeah. like, yeah, just walks away yeah. and it was like, oh man, like that's that's just heartbreaking. But again, no, for sure, the, the Lions can't win on Thanksgiving. It's just a fact. Yeah, I mean, the, if you look at their records in recent years, it, it's terrible. And I they have the most games played on Thanksgiving all the time. They have the most wins, but they also have the most losses, uh, which is uh, not phenomenal whatsoever. I mean that was a that was a tough loss. It was 16 to 14 uh, against loss. you know like a very the, stark rival. The bear so. the Bears also were celebrating like they won uh the Super Bowl but oh yeah I mean, calm down there, Bears. I mean, you don't have much to cheer about yourself. I mean, Andy Dalton, seriously. Like, okay. Next one. We're going to – we told you to start Tony Pollard versus Las Vegas, and he had 16.8. Very, We're very proud about this. We're very happy yeah. because Tony Pollard, you know, sporadically good, kind of up and down, depending on how they use him in the game. And was, we predicted he was, this one. He was used very heavily as well in, in yeah. that game against Vegas. He had um, 16.8 points. He also ran a hundred yards to the yeah. house on a kickoff. So yeah, that helped <laughs> beauty. That was, it was a, that was also a crazy game. That was the, yeah. that was the middle of the pack game, uh, middle of, yeah. Like in the day that was like, it was the, the second of three games, Thanksgiving yes. day. Yeah. In the middle of the day. And that one, we're going to talk about actually two of our sits we got wrong played for Vegas. Uh, Vegas had a great game, um, but worst calls I think I've ever seen in my life in that game so many against dallas it was just the referees were so excessive against them i don't like dallas the pi was off the chain yeah. in that game who was the who yeah. was the who was the dvu and four PIs? I think was, oh my gosh oh. i think his name was king king or something like no but i i know who, i know exactly oh, what you're talking geez. about nfl memes roasted him the next day oh. oh my gosh did that guy get his and to four. be fair four he did oh, single-handedly that... lose them the game i i mean i hate to say it but you lost your team the game single handedly. Yeah. Which was, I mean, like. Yeah. Hey, hey, Cowboys feelings. How Cowboys fans? Y'all, uh, y'all still them boys yeah. after after three straight? Are uh, y'all still, dude? They still, had still them boys. NFL, like, NFL memes at a heyday. Well, yeah. I mean, just, they, first of all, the Cowboys lose. Second of all, the Cowboys yeah. lose on Thanksgiving. Third of all, the Cowboys yeah. lose three straight. Like. Yeah. 
yeah, it was, I mean, I'm very, very sorry for Cowboys fans. That, that was brutal. Uh, that was a very tough game. But Tony Pollard got him right. Long, yep. let's go to this next one. And we're going to talk about this player a little Holy bit later. Holy smokes. Jalen Waddle versus Carolina. He had a nice 28-point output versus yeah. that Carolina defense. That was a very good pick by us. Not scared of saying that. Not scared at all. And our last one, we squeaked by, like kind of. I mean, this was, this one was kind of close. But yeah. we got two Pittsburgh Steelers right, even though they got creamed by the Bengals. Uh, we told you to start Chase Claypool. He put up 11 points against Cincinnati. And that is six for six, shooting six for six from the field for our starts, which Ooh. is um, amazing. It's our best performance and our output yet coming from our start section. Yeah, uh, very proud. Very proud on the fantasy cast. Yeah. Let's move on well to the sixth. Little round of applause. Yeah. Very, very well done. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the sits now. And, you know, we weren't as lucky, uh, with the sits. No. We told you to sit, uh, Hunter Renfro. He put up 21. He had a very, very nice performance against the Cowboys. Incredible game. So we got to give it to him. Very good. I mean, we did get, we also got three right here. So we were shooting 50% from the field. I will, I will say though, Darren Waller left that game early. So that is a, that pretty, certainly helps. That's a large, that's a large, re- that's not, maybe not a large, a little bit of a reason why Renfro. Got That's like targets. 50% of the targets right there, pretty much to Waller. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. Uh, but, you know, that's how she goes, as they say. So 21 points there. We got that one wrong. However, we did get Ryan Tannehill versus New England. Absolutely correct. He only had, he had less than 10 points, 9.12, uh, which was six points off our the margin of getting that right or wrong. So we totally got that one right with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, who, what about the next one? Uh, Marquise Galloway versus the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo with a massive, massive Thanksgiving win. Dawson Knox took a bit too big of a bite in his Thanksgiving oh. interview after, and he like he couldn't talk for the whole no. thing. He was just chewing. <laughs> I was worth it though. I mean, great interview. Yeah, he just took a big, great. took a big bite of the leg, and just he couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't finish it. Yeah, that was, I wonder. Uh, the thing I'm wondering, like, do they keep that thing warm? Like, how does it taste? When they bring, I mean, they probably don't like, care. The they, shows just, they, just, they just won, right? Like they probably don't care if it's yeah. cold and, and like damp, mm. you know, like I don't really yeah. think they, it's, it's a, it's a Turkey and they're giving it and they're given one after the game. So, you know, for sure. Yeah. But it was a great game in the big easy for, for the bills. I mean, that was a was, statement win. I was so it was one they needed. They, yeah. they definitely needed that. Because look who they got coming up next. We've got the Patriots in a battle. I mean, where the Patriots crawled out of game, hell. Dude. Bill Belichick crawled out of hell with that Patriots team. And yeah, they are uh, looking very, unfortunately, they're looking amazing like they always do. So uh, that's that's too bad. But we also told you to start. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's a good week when we get Cole Beasley right. On oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, this was very close. This was actually a very close one. Only not. He put up 9.8. So about 0.2 away from uh becoming a start but still we got it right versus yeah. uh new orleans uh once again in that game so that was great um, uh yeah we told you just sit Derek carr versus the cowboys and Derek carr actually whoops. had a pretty decent game uh putting up 21 points there against the cowboys on thanksgiving yeah and this last one here i mean we, we were getting a bit cocky i mean we should have known that you tell someone to sit adam thielen once you get that right and you quit while never you're ahead. say you don't... his name again yeah, don't tell us, don't tell yeah, us because he put up yeah. 23 versus San Fran. Um, 
he caught a touchdown in that game too. I mean, he was he, he had a good game, very good game. And one, few, Francisco, one, one of the few won. times this year, I think that he's actually got more points than Justin Jefferson. Yeah, no, for, oh for sure. Yeah, there's only a handful of times he pulled like recently. He's had like back to back twenty point games, which has happened in the past. But it's yeah, he's a very sporadically good player. Um, not just the way that the offense rolls, and sometimes yep. you know they're hot and cold. And but, uh, yeah. So we got that one wrong, which puts us three for six in our sits, nine for twelve overall. Um, which is so a, a fantastic week. So Maybe good. it's just the luck of that we were actually in person together talking about this stuff. So. I mean, that was, it was certainly nice, but yeah. uh, f- wow. I'm very happy, very happy right there for us. Absolutely. Um, we're going to move on to big weeks here. Uh, let's stop some quarterbacks real quick. Uh, Josh Allen at 28, Aaron Rodgers at 26, mm. Dak Prescott at 25, Stafford at 22, and Wentz had 22 as well. Very traditional yeah, and, list up uh, there. No yeah, Trevor, no Trevor, no Trevor Simeon this week, so. Finally got rid of him, yeah. and I'm happy that we got rid of him because that means Buffalo creamed him, uh, that team. So that was wonderful. Uh, you Wide receivers, Jalen Waddle, we told you to start, obviously. It was the highest-scoring wide receiver this week with 28 points. Cordero Patterson, 27, fantastic week. Uh, really, really good game for Cordero Patterson. T. Higgins, 23, uh, also a very good player. It's amazing the production that he's able to put up, even behind Jamar Chase and – I mean, they have they have great weapons on it. Tyler Boyd as well, of course. Uh, Adam Thielen, 23. Whoops. And then Kendrick Bourne, uh, 23 points uh, against the Titans. And the yeah. P- Patriots really stomped on the Titans that game. Running backs, a Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny looks to be returning to fine form yeah. again. He put up 44 this week. What a game. Wow. Joe Mixon, man. Joe Mixon just keeps producing this year. Yeah. Like – Man, he had 32. Elijah Mitchell, uh, Elijah Mitchell, excuse me, had uh, 27. Uh, Cordero Patterson, we're mentioning his name twice because, like, he's kind of both. He's listed as a running back and a wide receiver. He's listed as both. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we're going to say his name again. Cordero Patterson had 27 and a half. Very good game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Antonio Gibson, holy smokes. Finally. Out of the weeds. Yeah, seriously. He had, he had 23. Honorable mention JD McKissick, I'd say. He had 20 like No, he was 21. the next. He was, he was the actually next one, the next yeah. on the list. Yes. Uh and if you take out Cordell Patterson who we already mentioned, um I mean, he would have been on that list. So, good for him. Uh tight ends. Jack Doyle. Wow. First time we said his name this year. Uh he's a solid tight end. He's just not great in fantasy football, put up 20 points uh in a loss uh from for Indianapolis against the Bucks. Rob Gronkowski at 19, Dawson Knox 18. Good to see Dawson Knox back. That's very nice. <laughs> Eating that turkey leg. Uh, Mark Andrews 16 and Dalton Schultz with 15. Yeah, uh, uh, defense, defense and special teams now. Uh, Miami's defense, man. What what is what are they on? Wow, this year? we've said. I think. Like, what are they? What, what are it? they doing? Lock. Let's just take. Uh, they had. They, 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 they had. They had 23. Uh, this past week versus the Panthers, Cincinnati put up 19 versus the Steelers. Big Ben looked about as mobile as my nightstand. Oh um, my goodness. I mean, seriously though, Miami then, though, we just one yeah. thing to mention that's three times out of the last four episodes that we've mentioned them for defense special teams, man, that's nuts. And they've won four in a row. That's nuts. Hmm. Another uh, AFC East team to contend with Buffalo. For sure. Love my life. 
Oops. Yeah. But don't, I don't think they're too much of a threat. <laughs> uh, hopefully not. Uh, and then Denver, unfortunately, put up oh, no. 17 points on your Los Angeles Chargers. That so unfortunate. Horrendous. So unfortunate. It was just a terrible game overall. I mean, it, brutal. And that pick six, I mean, it wasn't even Herbert's fault. Like Eckler just completely bobbled it and certain just gallops in the end zone. I hate that bugger. I hate everyone over there at Denver, especially he's Drew Locke. He's, dude, he's good, though. Yeah, he's good. It's good, yeah, man. The, the DBs are good, but they're all okay. We're gonna talk about this a little bit later. Denver's offense is nothing special whatsoever. Bull, bull crap, bull crappery happened in that game. The Chargers had like it, it was gonna be two turnovers for the Chargers that both got called back or somehow, or it wasn't a fumble, or I just I don't want to get into it. That, that I hate. I hate Denver so much. <laughs> we might we might touch on that just a little bit later. But now we're going on to waiver wire pickups. And, you know, as we mentioned, very scarce list moving on to yeah. the end of the fantasy football season. Uh, but one, we got Jamal Williams. He was a running back for Detroit. He actually put up 20. He was like one of the highest scoring running backs in week one fantasy football. Yes. I, I remember that. Avid, very um, avid anime lover as well. If you, you guys oh. probably know what I'm talking about, the video of him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean – what can you say? He likes anime. He's 40% rostered. DeAndre Swift is hurt. Uh, he's questionable to return in the upcoming game. And even if he does return, Jamal Williams will probably see a large share of those backfield touches, uh, if not the majority. Uh, and some of his big weeks, when you look when uh, Denver, uh, sorry, Denver, when Detroit needed to play him, he's gotten 25, 14, and 13. So he's can be quite an efficient back. Yeah, uh, so safe. we're saying definitely. I mean, you also saw this a little bit from him last year in Green Bay as well. Oh, yeah. So. Honestly, not really surprised that he's doing the same thing in Detroit. Like, doesn't matter where he's playing. Yeah. He's going to be solid if you need him, right? So, can we acknowledge how like yucky that backfield was last year over in Green Bay? Like, they yeah, had, AJ, and, Dillon, and AJ, AJ Dillon. AJ too. Dillon was at the three spot. Yeah, Jamal Williams was backing up Aaron Jones. Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible, amazing backs. Yeah, let's let's share the next one. Uh, Cedric Wilson, we're saying his name yet again because he, this guy's a baller, man. You should pick him up. And we were right. And we were right about that, why you should pick him up because he had 17 points last week. We don't we don't say names twice often in the waiver wire. So when it happens, you should probably pick him up. You should pick him up. Yeah. He's taking targets away from up. he's taking away targets from DK Metcalf. We'll talk about that later. Just yeah. Go and hit that plus button on his name in the waiver wire. Go get him. Yeah, great receiver. But the only Unfortunate thing is CD Lamb's returning for Dallas. Um, so that's that's the one thing, but still he great receiver and he showed it on Thanksgiving Day. Uh he had a great game. And then last is Alexander Madison, obviously, because unfortunately Dalvin Cook. Uh and you know, even Christian McCaffrey. It's just so unfortunate. Um what's happened to those two guys. Uh injuries should be canceled in the NFL. No one likes them. No. Uh, but it's part of the game. And Madison, I mean, he's a solid back when he needs to be kind of uh, like Jamal Williams, uh, but even more heightened version. Like he said, 23, 26, and 10 were his biggest games throughout the year. So yep. he can certainly show up when he needs to. He's only 53% rostered. So get him while you can. And there, uh, uh, yeah. he's actually a start for us too. We're going to mention that. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'll continue this into our starts and sits for this week. Hopefully we'll have another really solid week because that makes us happy. You know what? I'm, I'm really happy about our last performance and you guys should be too, because you know what? We gave yeah. you 12 players, right? Yeah. We're back to our usual 10 though. Five starts, five sits. And our first yeah. one is again, Alexander Madison. Uh, the Vikings are playing Detroit and the Vikings have put themselves in an okay position for the playoffs. 
Oh, for sure. Coming off a big win against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it doesn't obviously help that Cook's injured, but Madison is a guy that if you grab off the waiver wire, if he's there, you need to be putting in your lineup because the volume is immediately there. This guy's been in that offensive system for a couple of years now. So it's not like he's anything new. Him and Kirk cousins have a little bit of a connection. He has some rhythm within that offense. So there's no reason why you shouldn't start him this week. If you have him. Yeah, all that offense is amazing. Like, unfortunately, last week they lost to San Francisco, but the week before, like you mentioned, huge win against a good Packers team who just be just obliterated the Rams, who are supposed to be good, but now they're fake. Uh, so uh, we're moving on to Carson Wentz versus Houston. Houston sucks. I mean, that's kind of self-explanatory. I don't got to say much there, but Carson Wentz and that team is they're they're doing really well. The Colts are a scary team, in they my are. opinion. They almost beat the Bucks. We've said this before. Um, We've said this before, man. Yeah. Colts and are we're on just, the upswing. We just like them. We just like them. They they got off to a tough start in the year, but obviously we mentioned that literally from back then. They might have been like the best one and four team in NFL history. I mean, they were they're a fantastic uh, roster. Carson Wentz is playing efficient uh, against Houston. I mean, he should have a pretty big game there. So we're telling you to start him. Yeah, uh, our next start, Rob Gronkowski versus the Atlanta Falcons. Why? Well, uh, the Bucks are starting to roll because mm-hmm. the playoffs are approaching. Oh, yeah. Um, and Atlanta really isn't that good. I mean, their their defense is, is really nothing to marvel at. And I I know I'm a fan of the Falcons, but I just feel like the Bucks are going to really roll over them this week. And that's okay because Atlanta is not near the level that Tampa Bay is right now. That's, that's okay. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. Yeah. So anyone in that offense really could have potential to have a big game. Um, but we're going with Gronkowski because if we went with anyone other than Gronkowski in that offense, it would be a bit of a bone for us. Like if we mm-hmm. told you to start like Mike Evans, you know, like, Oh, you should be starting him regardless. Yeah, but Gronkowski's, especially like in tight ends, you, it's very debatable who to start. But Gronkowski said 13 and 19 in his last two. Um, yep. Solid player, obviously. And against Atlanta, that certainly helps. Uh, Miles Gaskin, a name we like saying a lot. And he's playing the Giants this week. And we're telling you to start Miles Gaskin against the Giants because he's great versus bad teams. He's had 17 points versus Atlanta, 18 versus the New York Jets. Sorry, that wasn't a shot at Atlanta, but their defense. Uh, and no 15. Versus the Houston Texans. So it should be a no-brainer to start Miles Gaskin this week. Uh, hopefully history will repeat itself, and he will do well against a um, pretty widely renowned bad defense. Uh, next up, we got Michael Gallup versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Michael Gallup is kind of at the wide receiver two spot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, with CeeDee Lamb coming back, that's a much-needed boost for the Cowboys. Um, but still, he had 15 points last week, and New Orleans is a struggling. Mm-hmm. They are struggling right now. It's it's not pretty right now in New Orleans. Um, yep. And expect the Cowboys to bounce back because they need to, because their schedule is too easy for them not to be a decent team and make a decent run in the playoffs. Absolutely. So that concludes our starts. We're going to be moving on to sits coming up for week 13. Wow, do we have some bold ones in here, Locke? Starting yes. off with DK Metcalf versus San Francisco. What a huge name to throw out there. Yes. Uh, but we were talking about this, I mean, before the show, and we were thinking, wow, I mean, should we should 
you consider to be a sit. This is kind of like that feel and take we had a couple of weeks back before we colossally were proven wrong uh, last week. Uh, but Metcalf is at only eight receptions over three games. He has not scored yeah. higher than 10 points in the last three games. And all the weeks before that, he's had at least 11. So Russ is certainly not cooking. He's cooking ego waffles maybe at the best. That's literally all that needs to be said. Yeah. It, it just Seattle is not the same. Seattle is no, it, it's it's kind of weird right now. Like since that bye week four weeks ago, again he's had he's had eight receptions in three games, hasn't yeah. hasn't had double digits. And before his lowest output of the year was eleven. Like that's it's a it's a little bit of a shocking turnaround right now. And I think until he kind of has that bigger game later on, yeah. hopefully not next week. No, it won't be next week. Because we told you yeah. to sit him, and we're going to be exactly. correct on that. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, I'd knock on wood there. Just, to, I mean, we, got, we still got to be safe. But uh, the main onus on this lies upon Russell Wilson. I mean, this yeah. guy was this guy was cooking gourmet frittatas and chorizo sausage for breakfast, and he's transitioned to Eggo waffles with peanut butter and but jam that, on top. That's Maybe always some had... bowl of Cheerios. Oh, like that's, always, that's, that's the best thing. That's always how yeah. it is, though, with him, man. Like he's he's always yeah. the MVP after week five. Yeah, uh, it's always yeah. so. Always. Metcalf, yeah, not of his necessarily of his own fault. Sitting him, Jacoby Myers versus Buffalo. Myers is a, a. I mean, the thing actually with him, he's been a pretty consistent player, always around the ten range of of points. But that being said, Buffalo coming into this game. I really trust Sean McDermott. They really have to have a big game here. They they need to solidify their place in the. This AFC is probably East. this is their biggest game of the season. I'd say. I totally, I totally agree. It, last it definitely week was is. Their, last week was their biggest game of the season, and so is this week. Like, yes, it, yeah, and I mean, and tr- it, I th- I also think Buffalo has something going for them with Trey Trey White out for the season. He tore his ACL. I think that I think that rallies the troops. It could. You know, think, yeah, it's, it's weird how a good team, player man. drops out and then the rest of the team goes on fire. I mean, look what's happening to the Rams. Kind of the same thing, but in, in the reverse with the Von Miller and OBJ, they haven't won a game with them yet. I mean, it's just something's not right there. Travis White, I agree with you. That could fire up the troops. And Jacoby Myers, we just feel like, um, you know, he'll get a decent amount of targets, probably get around an eight-point range, but I don't think it's going to be strong it's gonna be. To it's going to be close. Him. I'll put it at that. I'll put it that way. But I, I feel For like sure. if any if any if any receiver is going to have a big game against the Bills, it's going to be Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, and I feel like the uh, he's been playing really well. One, too. one of the one of the ways that New England will attack the Bills is on the ground, and I think they'll like, try and exploit them more, and hopefully have bigger games from their running backs. Hopefully not actually, because I hate the Patriots. Um, Me too. But like you're right. I mean, look how much depth they have there too. I mean, Harris. Yeah. Stevenson and Bolden, who've all had big games in the past three or four weeks. So yeah. that's scary. But then this next one is another bold prediction, Lachlan. Yes. Uh, Cordero Patterson versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And again, I just I think I just think they're gonna get shut down. And Cordero's uh Worst output of the season was against the Cowboys. I believe he had like 5.4, 5.5 points mm. in that range. Falcon just got completely shut down. I see that happening again on Sunday mm. or whenever. The, I think they play on Sunday. This I is think. just one of, like like you said, yeah. we when we talk about the Bucks 
going into the playoffs. They're just they're everything just seems rolling, to be clicking, man. and yeah, the other, they're rolling. The other the other thing is like, when's the last when's the last time you saw like a legitimate Tom Brady post? Yeah, it's been a few weeks. It's because it has. It's because the Bucks are quietly winning, and Tom Brady's offense is quietly cooking, yeah. and then they're going to go into the playoffs really hot and in really good form. And they're gonna they're gonna make it to the NFC Championship game. Like, I, I totally agree. You know, it, like I, I said this, I said this, like a, that. I said this a couple of weeks ago too when they when they lost. Yeah. I forget who they lost to, but I said this is. I was Washington, the, I think. You're I think right, it was that it was. Washington game, yeah. But I, I said, I said that, that this is probably the last loss you'll see the Buccaneers have in a in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but you, you're you're absolutely correct. In the, my the cycle, that, the cycle repeats itself over really, and over. It's like, yeah, it's like a cycle, but not not quite the cycle that Baker Mayfield's having over there. I'm not even talk about that terrible Browns team right now, but um, I just feel like this one of those games. Like you're right, quietly getting the job done. You're gonna be, you're not even gonna be watching that game unless you're a Bucks or Falcons fan, but you're gonna tune in on Red Zone. Oh, it's 45 to 10, and they just spanked the Falcons in that game. And so Brady had a great game. Yes. So there's definitely that. That's bull take though. Um, Noah Fant versus Kansas City is our next take. That's the Sunday night football game. Ridiculous, in my opinion. That should have been Herbert because they moved the game. That used that was supposed to be San Francisco, Seattle. That should have been Herbert and Joe Burrow. The first time they ever played each other in their careers, in my opinion. Not Teddy Bridgewater. That's just my opinion as a Chargers fan. But that's gonna be a primetime game. Noah Fant injuries on and off, you know what I'm saying? And Kansas City is playing a lot better. They're looking a lot more like a Kansas City we got to know. And the biggest part of that is their defense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has not been outstanding whatsoever. The defense. Also, another thing, though, like I feel like I feel like the spotlight is less on Kansas City now. You know what I mean? Like I I, and and for some teams, that's a good thing. Yeah. When 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 you can when when the spotlight and and all the national media attention is constantly on you, it's not good. We saw that with the Cowboys last year. The Cowboys had so much negative attention and energy thrown at them all season. And rightfully so. I mean, they went eight and eight, but they, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they had a roster to go, you know, friggin' like, I don't know. They're, they had the roster to probably be like an 11 or 12 win team. For sure. And not be yeah. eight and eight, but I, it's all the negative energy that's being, that was being thrown at them. And Kansas city was going through a tough time. They were not playing some good football and the, the, the media attention just kind of, went out because everyone's like, Oh yeah, Kansas city is not great this year. Then. Okay. And then Kansas city they kind of accepted that yeah. and they moved forward from it. No, I totally agree with you. And the one other thing to mention, and I mentioned this uh, previously, Denver's offense is not special at all. I mean, the defense make no mistake against the chargers won that, that game won them that game. It was not the offense whatsoever. And I just, we don't feel that they're going to have a strong output at all. I mean, you look, go back and look at the receivers numbers in that chargers game. Judy and, and Corlin Sutton, Tim Patrick, they did nothing. They literally did nothing. The only player on the backfield that did some was Javante Williams, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so no offense to sit. Let's hear this last one. Another pretty bold one. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders versus the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Um, I just feel like in the past couple of weeks that the, the receptions and targets haven't really been – been looking Sanders way. Um, yeah. And I, I just, I, I feel like Allen and Diggs are starting to really make stuff happen. Now these last couple of weeks, 
Yeah. Um, especially against New Orleans, man, Stephon Diggs looked good. Yeah. So I feel like for New England, they're gonna have a they're gonna have a, a, a tough assignment, but they're also their defense has also been playing really well. And I think yep. they'll try they'll, they'll look to take um Knox and Diggs out of the equation, but I don't sure. know if I don't know how much Emmanuel Sanders will be in on any of the snaps and let alone um, competing with Cole Beasley as well. I feel like this is the type of game that Beasley can really show what he's all about. For sure. Like this, I mean, this happened in previous weeks where Beasley gets like six, he counts for like six out of the seven targets on the drive when Buffalo goes and scores. And literally that one drive makes up that fancy football performance for a lot of people and gets yeah. them the majority of the points right there. So I mean, always a tough one to call between those two, but this yeah, is actually, I tough. believe this is the first time we're saying to sit Emmanuel Sanders ever uh, on the fantasy cast. So very, very, there. very, very hot list this week. So who knows yep. how good we do. Hopefully near that nine and seven, uh, like nine for 12 mark, maybe like seven for 10, eight for 10 would be lovely. Uh, fantasy player of the week. This one, again, we don't like play picking the, top ranked player but i mean jalen waddle's a good shout for this one because carolina was doing pretty decently yes. um until, until cam newton became new england patriots cam newton i mean that's literally what we saw in that game unfortunately uh but leonard fournette is our fantasy player of the week this is another it's kind of like austin eckler last week four touchdowns Jonathan taylor five touchdowns now we're seeing another four total touchdowns from running back against a good defense indianapolis is not a bad team not like a bad mentioning. Team whatsoever so it's very impressive what he was able to do he had 100 rushing yards for three rushing touchdowns seven receptions for 31 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown amazing week um and certainly the definition concrete definition that's a textbook fantasy player of the week should we move on to the the, the big question of the week yeah it is a fantasy question of the week question this week yes um, so the question on hand is who is the hottest fantasy prospect right now and fantasy prospect being rookie or young player that has really risen the ranks this season. Yes. So this is someone who is perhaps an unsuspecting, um, player coming into this season, uh, as far as fantasy production and the team that he was placed on. It's Jalen Waddle, in our opinion. It's Jalen yeah. Waddle of the Miami Dolphins. He's actually the 32, 32nd ranked player in fantasy football uh, in PPR league. He's 181 fantasy points this year. He uh, He's played 12 games so far. Eight of those 12 games, he's had double-digit points in a fairly tough schedule. I mean, we're talking about this NFC East. Sorry, NFC. This AFC, AFC East, East, which – Three, let's consider it. three of the toughest teams uh, to play right now are the, the Dolphins obviously themselves, but look at the Patriots and the Bills too. Two very hard opponents. They have to play twice throughout the year. Um, you know, mix in a few other tough AFC games. They beat Baltimore this year. Um, so it's, and like you mentioned this before the show, actually, Locke, Waddle's only done this with four receiving touchdowns. The rest yeah. has been receptions and it's, yards, and he's he's very impressive. It's it's not like it's not like he's a he's a Robert Tanyan, like yeah. last year where he was like but latter portion of the season he was like a touchdown a game. Robert Tanyan mm-hmm. was last year, but yeah. it he has he has he had a touchdown last week which helped his twenty eight point output. Mm-hmm. Um, but four TDs on the season. This guy this guy just goes out on the field and just balls. 
Yeah. And, and it, it hasn't really mattered that he hasn't scored touchdowns. He's had games where he's had 20 plus points without a touchdown. That's it. That's really impressive. It is for really sure. impressive. And the thing is no one expected this from him, no. especially when you consider that he's on a less than spectacular Miami dolphins team all around. I mean, there it's really like not impressive. Whatsoever. I mean, Tua, I hate to say it, but he's not worthy of the fifth overall pick in the draft um in 2020 he's a, he's an efficient quarterback but i mean he's not the most talented arm wise that's for sure and jalen waddle is very quick almost tyree Hill like player which you could use him on the deep ball if you ever needed to but that's not the case in miami their o-line isn't spectacular whatsoever whatsoever it's not like the defense is getting a sometimes a bunch of turnovers to help. in the last three four weeks yes but previous latter portion that's the first part of the season no recently their defense has found something i don't know a bit of a group for sure but we firmly believe that jalen waddle fantastic player you know one of the hottest prospects in uh, fantasy football certainly you probably drafted him late if you have him on your team certainly a keeper for the next year and someone you'd like to draft i could see him going as early as third round next year, in some depending on how his, depending on how his season ends, he's probably a third, fourth round pick, yes, um, for sure. potentially next year. So that's Jalen Wall, yeah. and and that concludes episode thirteen of the Fantasy Cast. Yeah, we have uh, again playoffs are are approaching fast. I know in in our league, our playoffs are going to start uh, this coming week, and we actually do it in our league. I don't know if anyone else in any other fantasy leagues does it differently than us probably because every league is different. Every commissioner is different, but we have round one is two weeks. So like one playoff round is, is, is two weeks. So it's like an, it's a total aggregate score, which is fascinating. Um, because, you know, I've, I've seen people put up one guy puts up a lot of points the other guy, you know, doesn't have a great week. And then the next week, the other guy doesn't put up a lot of points and the guy who's behind actually goes way ahead and, it's it's gives me uh, European Champions League vibes. Oh, for sure, that aggregate score. Speaking so, of which, yeah. Robert Lewandowski, Rob Ballon d'Or, got robbed. robbed. Lionel Messi. No well, disrespect. This is the wrong wrong kind of football we're talking about. Right? Wrong yeah. kind of football, but yeah. I I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, just just showing yeah. you guys, just showing you guys, we know multiple sports. We don't we don't just fo- we're not just fantasy football junkies, you know. We, uh, we I'm literally wearing a hockey hat right now. I mean, yeah. come on. So yeah. I play hockey. Well, come on, you play hockey exactly. We respect a bit of everything here in Canada. But yeah, includes episode 13. Some great week of football. Make sure yeah. to sit back and enjoy coming up. We got great primetime game, like we said. Maybe perhaps one of the best, most anticipated games of the year. That New England Buffalo game on Monday oh, Night man. Football. That should be that should be spectacular. I will be watching that like a Seattle Seahawk. Oh, because I can't swim. Except you're gonna be. No, I'm kidding. I, I actually can't. I, no. <laughs> I respect that though. Hawks can't swim. What a dumb name. No, they can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, episode thirteen is in the books right now. Uh, we if you'll notice, I still have my mustache because we are filming this on the last day of November. So thank you guys so much for all the donations we received. Uh, it all goes to a great cause, of course, the Movember Foundation. Yep. Um, 
I will be that's shaking. $470 raised on behalf of the fantasy cast towards the yeah. round of applause. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate all the donations. Mm. Um, after all for we a great can, cause. Yeah. After we conclude this episode, I am shaving this thing off because I can't stand it anymore. Oh, um, and it's cause it's almost December. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a pleasure to grow my mustache and, Support. It's a pleasure to grow the peach fuzz that you'll yeah. be able to see when I turn on my camera light, my phone yeah. for the story as usual. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's been fun growing it out, you know? Yep. It has just a little bit. It's been a pleasure guys. So episode 13 has concluded. He is Ty white. I'm Lachlan McTagg. Kick back, relax, enjoy some football this weekend. Watch those primetime games. Uh, and yeah, peace out guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you.